Um, so we've just started Lent this week, uh, and Lent obviously comes around every year, uh, and I've been thinking really this week that I'm not really in the mood uh, for Lent this time. It somehow feels that Christmas was too recent. I've still got a big pile of Christmas chocolate and Christmas alcohol that I've barely made a dent in. Um, so, you know, I don't really feel in the mood for 40 days of prayer and fasting and almsgiving. But it also occurred to me this week, really, that if I'm not in the mood, then actually that might be an indication that Lent's all the more important, um, that many things in life, it's not whether we're in the mood that decides whether they're good for us. But I was also thinking of that image we heard in the Gospel where the Holy Spirit is described as driving Jesus out into the wilderness for his time of temptation, that maybe I need to be driven also into this season of Lent. Well, if we're going to do that, obviously, we need, as always, to remember what Lent is about. And this year, uh, year B in the lectionary, uh, we're given the image of Noah. Uh, so both our first and second readings were focusing on Noah. And if you recall, the flood was 40 days, just as Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness being tempted. And we spend 40 days in Lent, in spiritual union with him. And the flood was to wash away, to wipe away sinful humanity, just as Jesus went into the desert to do battle with sin in that temptation with the devil. And we, in our time of Lent, likewise are doing battle with sin, that we might in ourselves be purified of sin. In our second reading, St. Peter added a different uh, interpretation on that by linking it with baptism. So that... Um, he described the flood there as washing away sin, being a symbol of how our baptism washes away sin. Called it a type, that what was done in a, a small degree in that flood was done in fullness and perfection in the waters of baptism, washing away sin. Now, I was baptized as a baby, as I imagine most of us were. And when I was baptized, the stain of inherited original sin was cleansed from my soul. But I have re-dirtied my soul in sin again and again. And so I need to do something that will restore it to that baptismal purity, that baptismal cleanliness. And that's what Lent is enabling us to do. So we're given this year this symbol of Noah and the flood as a very hope-filled baptismal image of what Lent is about, this washing, this cleansing of sin. Well, let me briefly recall how Lent does that for us. It gives us the, what are called the three remedies for sin of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And it's not that we're supposed to do one or the other, but a, a little bit of each of them so that together they work in that integrated way on our souls. So fasting, 
that when we give something up for Lent, it's a small form of fasting. That we heard St. Peter say that of the Lord Jesus, that in the body he was put to death. And in a parallel way, my bodily desires need to be put to death in fasting, that I might, by restraining my bodily desires, discipline them, train them, that they might be properly directed, and I'd be cleansed from sin. And prayer. So I fast, but I shouldn't just be seeking to do that by my own willpower. It's not like a diet. Fasting is in union with the Lord. It's a thing, therefore, of prayer, that I should be praying to him, praying with him, so that I'm not giving things up by my power, but by his grace within me. So whatever small additional prayer you're taking on in this season, whether it's something as small as an extra Hail Mary each day, or something larger like a rosary, or stations of the cross on a Friday evening, or our Friday afternoon holy hour, or maybe coming to, to weekday mass, but to be taking on some form of prayer in this season. And finally, almsgiving. That the battle with sin isn't just about me and sin. It's about my neighbor and me. And if I am battling with sin, then it should be changing how I relate to my neighbor. And one of the pivotal indications of that is the practice of almsgiving in this season. So maybe helping those who are spiritually poor and good deeds to them, or those who are physically in need, as we do with things like our Lenten collection today for Mary's meals. So to return to where I began, that maybe you're like me, maybe you're not in the mood for Lent, well, Lent is a benefit for us whether we're in the mood for it or not. And so many things are good for us whether we're in the mood or not. So let's take up the opportunity of Lent. Let's take up the chance to gain these graces that are available for us in this season. And let's take this hope-filled baptismal image of Noah and the flood cleansing from sin just as Lent cleanses us so that we might be made clean again as we were once clean in baptism. We were made clean in baptism by his grace and by his grace again. If we are in union with him in the desert, in union with him in Lent, then we will be once more made clean.